tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast, season two, episode 10 already. Uh, week six of college football is upon us. Week five of the NFL. Not sure if we're going to talk about the NFL. That sits heavy with all of us here except for JP. Um, the NFL has gained our hatred, but we are happy to be back. All the boys are here. Let's talk to him. Let's go to Reese first this week as he takes a drink. Got him. Reese, how we doing? Got him. I'm good. I had my first winning week in college football uh, in three weeks. Here we uh, go. Went three on, and Reese, three and one. It's, don't call it a comeback now, man. Uh, Oklahoma State, suck it, Schaefer. Uh, North Carolina, and then the, that under the under that Texas game, and then of course the one we lost is the one that actually tailed Schaefer with again in that one. So maybe it's not going to tail Schaefer ever again the rest of the year. Um, but it was a good weekend, you know. I learned to just not watch my bets, and I, I'll just be in a better mood because if I watch my bets and they're doing bad, then my day is just – I'm shitty and I'm not upset, so I just don't turn them on. Look at the CBS on my phone, see how it's going, see if it's doing well. I had a good day, and then I was like, you know what, let's play the NFL. Won my first NFL bet in like three weeks too. We went one-on-one in the NFL, but overall winning weekend, so very excited for this weekend to make more money. Reese, it sounds like you're back, which is good to hear. My good to hear a positive back. Little pat on the back. Um, okay, let's go to JP, who is also here. JP, how are you, and how was your betting weekend? I'm good, man. I'm good. I've uh, been in dog dad mode for the last five days. I'm babysitting my mom's pooch, and then I got mine. It's been a crazy household. Uh, so I've been busy a ton, but I had a good, yeah, 100%. It's exactly what it is. I had to yell at one of them because <laughs> when one of the dogs gets a toy, the other one doesn't want it until the other one has it, and so – just pestering at all times so it's like literally taking care of toddlers uh but i'm good i actually had another good weekend i was six and three last weekend including the nfl uh four and three without the nfl and so i was winning all over the place so i'm happy with that very happy with that uh can't get much better than winning you know yeah i mean i'll take your word for it I'll take your word for it, but let's go to the other side before I jump into my own. Let's go to Schaefer. How was your betting weekend, and how was your weekend in general? Betting weekend was fine. I don't know why Reese gave me that jab about tailing my picks. I went, I went two <laughs> okay, and two in college football, uh, one and zero in NFL. So three and two on the weekend. Like didn't lose money. I gained, I gained a little bit, I guess, which was fine. I'm not going to complain. But when you go three and two in your football teams. Uh, just lose games that are not supposed to both on Saturday and Sunday. It's just uh, three and two really doesn't matter, but I guess I'll take it. We are a betting podcast. We're more not of a team podcast. So my betting wise was fine. It was good. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, team wise, it went great for me. I mean, Nebraska wins felt good. It's first W Sunday I've had in a long time. However, betting wise, I still suck and we'll, uh, we'll address it um, later in the podcast. You'll kind of see what my plan is to do. But right now I am awful. I am awful. Um, I had Georgia Tech. I had Pitt to beat Georgia Tech by 24. They lost. <laughs> I had uh, Georgia win by 30. And they won by four. Would you rather them lose as 23-point favorites or win by like 10? I would rather have them win by 10. At least I have a sniff. Or a <laughs> yeah, it's like you know? at least I was on somewhat on the right side for like a point I turned of the that game shit on. I literally went, what just happened? Georgia Tech's the best team in the country now. They're the worst last week. Fired their AD and their coach. Now they're winning games against ranked opponents on the road. 
I don't know what to tell you. If that isn't a curse, I don't know what is. Um, but we <laughs> live and we learn and we, we, we move on. Is if you're on one of the picks, we need to dump it. Yeah, that's 100% <laughs> what I am. But I'm going to make that tough on you. So I, I feel good about oh, this no. week and my plan. What do you mean you're going to make um, it tough gotta, on us? Are you going to tail us? Make it very Don't tough fucking on fucking tail us. <laughs> uh, I have not made a single pick for myself this week. Whatever you no, guys take, I'm just going to pick up you. Don't I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to take. But I'm what gonna, are you doing? I got to snap it. I got to snap it one way or another, fuck, and it ain't going to be for me. He goes, if I'm going down, you guys are coming down with me. <laughs> yeah, God damn fuck, right. Man? This is a boat. It either sinks or we all float. If I'm this Reese, is no Jack and Rose. I'm getting on that damn door. Yeah. If I'm Reese, <laughs> I just got that though. Uh, if I'm Reese, I'm just attacking Parks and going head to head at all times. Reese loves going head to head. Oh, let's go. Just Parks go at him. <laughs> Buddy, you're going to win. If anybody takes what I take, you are losing. Like, if you took the opposite play of what I've taken all year, you're like 21 and six. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you're dominant. It sounds like you're due, like you're due for one. It's a little bit of culture. Oh, buddy, it, I mean, as long as your guys' plays keep doing great because you guys are having happy lives and happy betting lives, then I'll have a good weekend. So it's on about, you. I don't know about great. I had my first winning weekend in like three my, weekends. I, I have my overall record for college football, and I'm, I'm up a unit. It's uh, a word of advice, like going like one in five two weeks ago and then like kind of getting back on track is just like don't overthink it just like stick to what you fucking know and just bet it like i think i don't know trying, anything apparently. i think you're trying to switch everything <laughs> i think you're trying to like take the opposite of one thing and then i don't know you're just kind of yeah, like, no changing. shit i took georgia tech who fired their coach and their ad and they won the football game that that's <laughs> overthinking it but i'm like you know what no, fuck. I don't know what to do, but it'll all depend on you guys. So we'll go into that later. Um, however, I will recap the teams very quickly. Nebraska wins 35-21 against Indiana. Iowa loses 27-14, to right, JP? Yeah, somewhere in there. Correct. Correct. And then, over. yes. And then Schaefer, what did the Iowa State game end up? It, Kansas beat 14-11. Iowa State 14-11. to That's right. Weird score. So yeah, fuck you this, one is, four on kick. this is the first time I think in a long time where Nebraska has been the only victorious. Hey, what, is that team face? what are you doing? Stop doing that face. I want to know. We need Reese to have a team because I'm getting tired of him getting shit on us. I want to shit on Reese. <laughs> yeah. We That's what I thought a couple weeks I got ago. Syracuse. I got Syracuse no, while I'm up here. No. If you're going to do Syracuse, what do you we're mean? doing this every no. week. No. Because you don't what say do anything mean, about no. it unless you go to the game. We need you to be bought in. Going, you need to know I'm Syracuse. They go to, I'm going when they play Notre Dame in the, on the 29th. I'm going that okay. day. Okay. There you go. But you have to watch them every week, too. Like and you ESPN have to care. Plus. Yeah, and you got to care. Well, they beat the fuck out of Wagner last week, buddy. They're Wagner's coach. <laughs> like We're playing 10-minute quarters the second half. That was I got a goddamn juggernaut for my team. They actually did do that. For people who are not aware, if they were people who are not aware, Syracuse is up 49 nothing at the half, and the third and fourth quarter, they played 10 minutes. That's like little YMCA basketball rules. Like, we're just <laughs> whooping your ass, so we'll just cut the time in half. Do you get. Like, you you want to see entertainment? Follow uh, Sean Tucker on Twitter. It's fucking hilarious. He tweets every week about his game. Like I'll follow, I'll I'll try to find him here quick. It's something like, I'm pleased with my performance. Um, we won the game. I had and he lists his exact stats out. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Let me hold on. I gotta find this now. 
uh, Sean it's Tucker. Like a little kid on Facebook. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here, uh, I'll do the Virginia game. Friday, we won Syracuse 22, Virginia 20. No commas. No no spaces <laughs> in between there. I'm pleased with the outcome of the game, period. We made mistakes, but we are 4-0, period. I'm not pleased with my performance, but I'm doing my part to help the team win, period. The grind will never stop, nor will 34. I rushed for 60 yards, had five receptions for 45 yards. Hashtag pleased, and then he spells pleased with uh, – three and a four where the A and the E should be. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, you never more, know who in the league is looking at Twitter. Let's give, let's give the Purdue one a shout out this weekend. We won Syracuse 32 Purdue 29 again, no commas. You have to love three and O period. I'm not pleased with my performance period. I expect more from myself period. The grind never stops nor will 34 <laughs> exclamation point. I rushed for 42 yards and had two receptions for 23 yards. Hashtag pleased with 34 in the middle of it, please. That's electric. I'm a gangster. <laughs> One of like the best a, running backs in college football, and that's what he tweets every every Sunday. That's like grinder. every high school football player trying to get recruited ever. <laughs> puts, his G, puts his GPA, his height, his weight, <laughs> his phone number. His, uh, his Twitter header is him in high school run the ball. So, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. That's badass. I bet you he was pleased with the performance back then. <laughs> um, okay, let's jump into JP's segment. He has a topic he would like to discuss about. Um, JP, what do you got? Yeah, so this is not football or sports related, but I did come across something on Twitter where I was like, this would be an interesting discussion because we get into dumb discussions all the time. So I figured, let's go over this one. So what I'm going to do is it's basically like brilliant or psycho or, you know, Yay, nay kind of thing, right? Food combinations. Roger on it, dude. Yeah, food combinations. I've seen some weird shit out there, all right? First one, is this a good or bad? Ketchup and walking tacos. That's vile. That's bad. Like it's, instead of salsa or taco sauce, what? you do ketchup. That's this vile. Podcast, this podcast just took a left turn. I want everybody to know that we I, were not prepared for this at all. But no, we're here. you didn't need to be prepared. I needed gut reaction. <laughs> we took a this, left turn. This is legitimately something I've seen people do, and sw- they swear by it. I will not personally ever try it, but they put ketchup in their walking tacos. I'd rather lose every bet for the rest of my life than ever so, try that. What gets me I, is you got lettuce in there, and then you're like ketchup on top of uh, that. Like, it's like I get it. It's just – I'm just glad I you call it a walking taco because some people who look into this will say it's a taco in a bag and you're wrong and you're, you're stupid wrong. and nobody loves you. <laughs> what am I doing when I'm eating it? I'm it's walking, a walking right? taco. Yeah. Taco in a bag is just a, that, it's such a mouthful. Walking taco. Taco in a bag, you know? One gets out quicker, get to the point a little bit easier. I just think like what do you put taco in a bag in or walking taco? Uh Fritos? So now you're eating ketchup with Fritos? Isn't Fritos. that a Frito pie? Like I've heard Frito Pie is walking taco with. Shay, what's going on over there? Shay looks like he just discombobulated. He's trying to get a calculus problem. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out if Washington State on the road plus thirteen and a half is too little. But somebody's asking me if ketchup on a walking taco is fucking weird. What are we talking about? We're just proving it. We're just going through weird combinations. All right, next one. Ready? French fries and mayo. No, what? Wrong. Next question. Wrong. What? 
Just mayo, not like that aioli oh. stuff. That's like where are you yeah, finding yeah. this? Dude, Who eats that? I have no idea. People, I've seen it all over. So some Dude, of these you actually know. And you were like, we got to talk about. No, no, no. <laughs> so I actually know people. The first two, I actually know people that do this. The third you need one, to separate I got yourself from, from those people. Those psychotic assholes. They're gonna be the next Jeffrey Dahmer's. What are we doing? I went down a rabbit hole and read it about weird food combinations, and I have I have one to admit later that I did as a child, but I don't do it anymore. Uh, but French fries and mayo, I thought was weird. Now, if you're doing well, like mayo is mayo is pretty universal. I'm a big fan of uh, some Miracle Whip or some real mayo, like a big fan. But I'm not putting my fries in there. Yeah, on a turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich, not a fry. No, mayo goes on more than that. Mayo on a cheeseburger is severely underrated. I would agree with that. That's not a bad, not bad. It's, it's like not a bad, breakfast but it's not something I attack. Oh, no. on a breakfast burger. That's that I don't know about. That's weird. All right, JP, hit us with the next one. Right. I like this. Okay. This one is psychotic. This is like a Reddit rabbit hole, and it had like 400 upvotes on it. Jelly and cheese sandwiches. Like grape jelly? Yeah, like a jam or a jelly no. and cheese sandwich. Is it toasted? Why are you questioning? <laughs> if I use that, the question. I the question. Ask you if it's toasted. Oh, my God. Schaefer, do you eat sure. that? Yeah, if it, you want it to be toasted, you could. I'm not it. eating the meat if it's toasted and the meats in the or the cheese is melted. I'd consider it if I had to. No, no. Not cold, not wow. cold. That is psychotic. If somebody's giving me cold bread and cold cheese and jelly, I'm out. If everything's toasted, toasted is a game changer. Come Anything on. toasted is a game changer. Okay, that's false. Anything toasted. Like any sort of sandwich, you toast it. It's a game changer. Thank you. All right, that's not a terrible take. No, no. we're talking about jam and cheese. No, turkey. I thought to myself, well, peanut butter and a peanut butter and jelly toasted is pretty good. It can't be much. It can't. It can't be much worse with cheese, like Like an uncrustable toasted. That kind of thing. I've had a deep fried uncrustable and it was incredible. Oh, I bet it was. I bet it was life changing. Very good. Is that an uncrustable with cheese on it? That'd be fucking gross. That is vile. No, That's no, like no, the no, apple no, pie and no, cheese no, thing. No, no, no. Hear cheese. me out. Hear me out on this one. Cinnamon, <laughs> like you guys seen the cinnamon flavored uh, like uh, bread? Put that yeah. on toast. You toast that. You put the jelly and cheese on there. I think you might have something. See, but you're adding the third ingredient. No, He's just talking plain white or wheat toast with cheese and jelly, which is fine. I'm trying not to make somebody seem as crazy as they are. <laughs> Buddy, we just, already, said, we just said French give, fries and mayo. These motherfuckers I'm trying, are crazy. Them, I'm trying to give them an out. Okay, last one. This one is actually – this is a Midwestern thing. I think it, I'm a fan of. Cinnamon rolls and chili. And chili. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Shaver. But it's not like, like one. Like it's one not weird not. because it's not like one on top of the other. Like you don't mix no. the cinnamon roll and the chili, so it's not that weird. You, you dip it dip though. I did. Like, everything else you just said, you're putting ketchup in the taco. You're putting mayo on the fries. You're putting cheese on the uh, toasted uh, slice of bread with jelly. Right. But like the there. cinnamon roll and the chili are two separate but, things. But it's Reese, just a meal. like Reese said, it's not that weird. Don't put the cinnamon roll in the chili. All right, now you're kind of fucking weird. Who does that? Who does that? Who does I've that? definitely done that. That what do we do on Chamber okay. Chamber, that was like one of the best days in the cafeteria. It was. Than, I didn't fucking dip day. it. I didn't dip it in my chili. 
Why not? <laughs> Made it better. That's like the whole point of it. I just had chili with guacamole in it the other day. What are we thinking about that? Come on. Two different styles of food. You can't put them together. That's Mexican. I didn't make not guacamole, avocado. There's a difference. Oh. Just uh, straight avocado. That's a I'm huge sorry. difference, bro. That is a huge difference. Avocado and guacamole. What, but Reese, like there's guacamole. A like, it's like yeah. spice, spice. There's things in it, onion, peppers, stuff like that. Like avocado, 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 avocado is just straight. It's just a straight avocado. Reese, I'm on the same page as you. I thought it was pretty much the same thing. I thought guacamole but, was just mashed with avocado. That's yeah. what a non out of uh, guacamole fan would think, but that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, guac <laughs> piece of shit, Reese, you non guacamole fan. If you're going to go avocado in the chili, you might as well go guac, though. I feel like it's no, 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 no. I feel like that's not that crazy. It, it is. is. It, they're crazy. so different. It was a substitution. I've never seen it before. It was a substitution for cheese. I was like, this is pretty it's pretty good. I like this idea. Yeah, health nut. Just go with the cheese. I do. I do. I, do I didn't make the chili. weird, but I think it's good. What's Cottage weird? cheese in with your eggs. I'm a cottage cheese in with I'm a cottage cheese with rice and vegetables. That's I've been what told I that's like. nasty, but I've I seen it. Good. I can see that. Are you talking cottage no, cheese no, 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 or no. cream cheese? Cottage. cottage. Oh, I don't. No, I, I don't like cottage, cottage cheese and fruit. I don't like the people who mix fruit with their cottage cheese, like berries that's and oranges. Like I don't like that. Kind of it's thing? sweet. How do you, how yeah, you have no flavor. That's false. That's false. Yeah. No flavor. That's false. It's not water. There's no flavor to it. There is two. Mix it in there. You throw your eggs in there. You throw your you throw your cottage cheese in there. So what if like a person who has the worst weekend, and it'll be me, it'll be me now that I say it. Person who has the worst weekend has to have uh, cheese, jelly, and bread. Just tell me to eat it. Like you don't have to do this whole (laughs) thing about it. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever has the worst percentage. Cheese, jelly, and bread. and then as a child, I my one weird thing as a kid is I used to have like hot dog or hamburger buns and then just ketchup on them. And that was what I ate as a child. Uh, that That is like – Explains a lot about you. That is as, a kid, as a kid, that's like something I would do, but I don't yeah. – I don't, that I don't, is I don't do it anymore. That's like the brokest thing I've ever heard. You don't do that anymore, Jordan. <laughs> I, guys, I don't eat just straight up. ketchup and bun anymore. I don't do that. I thought you were going to say something like mac and cheese and ketchup or ketchup on steak like a normal person, but just a bun and ketchup, JP? Yeah, bun and ketchup. Come on. True happened. Did it. Was obsessed with it for childhood. Did you guys ever go through a butter eating stage? <laughs> what? Straight I butter. would. No, no. Well, I, I would do. fucking butter. No, no. I yeah. kind of agree with you, J- no. or Cam. This is what I would do. No, no, no. Listen, it's not actually the same, but I would take like a fucking big old stick of butter and melt it in the microwave, dump it all over my popcorn. And it was, dude, I mean, it was just soggier than shit. Wait, time out. When I would, you, you put butter on popcorn and you're acting like it's the same thing as But like, butter. this isn't like movie theater popcorn. This is literally like, it's cr- like squishing in your hands. It's so fucking soggy. It was Shaper. so gross. Imagine Shaper eating yeah. popcorn. Shaper, <laughs> I've seen you eating popcorn. That had to have been the messiest experience for anybody you a, ever. You better have a, you better have a bib on. <laughs> yeah. 
He looks like he's at Joe Crab Shack eating popcorn at home. I sent you guys the video of my dad eating popcorn this summer, right? Like, you wonder where I fucking get it from. It's the same shit. Like, I wish you people could see it, but Schaefer shovels it as if someone is trying to take it away with each bite. He's got like a Heisman Trophy grip on the football. Like, it's popcorn and just shovels it. He flips his hand upside down, then he does. <laughs> And he'll still miss it. He'll still miss it. <laughs> he does a whole hole so he can catch it all, and he'll still. I haven't had popcorn in a while. Schaefer, sixty-five percent or less on pieces into the mouth each bite. Oh shit, that's funny. That was the last one I had, but I thought that would get, that was. An Fuck, can we topic. get to that? Very good discussion. I love it. Very good. Something different, and probably something to argue about because some of those are vile. Um, but okay, let's jump to it and let's jump to uh, our top tens were released today. Um, came up with the list. Everybody's sending their top tens. They're all four different in their own way, shape, or form. They have the majority of the same teams. I think the only stickout team was Reese had TCU at 10, which I do not feel like is crazy. Um, so let's get into it. We started to argue in the group chat. We wanted to save it for this. JP and Schaefer were going at it. I believe it was over Georgia is sixth in JP's top 10, and Schaefer thinks that is blasphemy. Boys, go ahead. You want me to go first or you? Yeah, well, you need – I I know just, why you – It's the most ridiculous know. thing I've ever – I mean, it's complete – I mean, JP, come on, man. We talk all the time about like clickbait and people like on ESPN just trying to get bullshit. Like I agree with a lot of what you say. That's the biggest bullshit I've ever seen. You're telling me that Georgia, because they had two iffy games. I mean, the one against Kent States, it is what it is. Kent State was never going to win the football game. That game is, is besides the point. And then we're going to take away from them for winning, winning, on the road at Missouri, to say that today, if the playoffs started today, the undefeated SEC champion, national champion, reigning national championship team would not make the playoff because of a couple of bad uh, away performances, but still winning. Winning is very hard in college football. Like 95% of the teams in the country prove that every other week. I mean, it, we want to talk about it, but like if you go back to Alabama last year, that team – wouldn't be shouldn't have been in your top five then either if we're going to be honest the loss at texas a&m unranked uh, on the road barely beats lsu and florida two pretty bad teams and they and then the last game of the year they shouldn't have beat auburn who was a very so-so team so like to say that if georgia doesn't win out from here if we're going to keep them out of the top five is just absolutely insane uh you dead okay uh, so first, my first point here, we've played five games, correct? Most teams have played five games to say they've had two shitty performances in five games is almost half. Okay. Now almost. if you're going to play like shit. Yeah. Great point. Reese almost, they played like shit in two of the five, one of them at home Kent state, Kent state going to win that. No, but they didn't look good at any point in time. Okay, and then you go to Missouri, who is absolute shit. Not good. Not hard to win at Missouri. Sorry, it's not. You don't. You can go on the road and beat Missouri. Kansas State beat them by what thirty? They're not a good football. Auburn should have lost to Missouri. Like Missouri is bad. That is, in a, they should. They literally Missouri blew it. 
they had every chance to win that game and they ended up giving it away. So that's my first point. They played five games and two of them have been shit. Second point. I don't give a shit about last year. This is what you are now. This is what you are this year. This is what you have shown this year. Therefore, whether you went to the playoff last year, won an SEC title, blah, blah, blah. I don't care because AP is BS because it's swayed from all these people. They haven't looked like a top five team. Okay. And third, the other teams that I have above them deserve it more. Right. So if you look at who I have at uh, four and five, I have USC. Why is my phone being weird? USC and I have Clemson. Clemson has beaten NC State a better win than anything Georgia has. I think NC State is better than Oregon. USC has pretty much handled everybody that's been thrown their way and beaten more quality teams than Georgia. So I think at this moment, they are and should be ranked higher. So that's my that's my argument right there is down the road. Things will change. They're going to change. You got to play on Saturdays. Things will change right now. They are not a top four team. I didn't have them in my top four either. I didn't, I'm not making a big deal out of it. I just, I have the same exact reasons. I think the team I put in front of them in Michigan and Clemson are more deserving of that spot right now from what I've and, seen. And I'm not high, super high on Clemson, but right now they deserve it more. Right. That's all I'm going to say. I understand why it's blasphemy, Schaefer, to you, but it is the truth. And I'm not – if it's clickbait, I'd have like 14 billion people talking about it. I don't. But the so other thing is, clickbait. too, with like – A lot of people. The other thing with Georgia, too, is, yes, they're close, and we're, we're kind of nitpicking their offense, but their defense has yet to give up more than 23 points this year. So it's not like they just gave up 40 to Missouri and like they squeaked it out by winning 41 to 40. Like their defense has is still as good as it has been last year, a national championship caliber defense. So I'm just gonna cut this offense some slack. Uh and until they lose a game, I'm not taking them out of the top four. Right. I don't care that's, if they win by three at, with Auburn at home this weekend. That's see, that's fucking psychotic. That's psychotic. <laughs> if they do that, they'll drop farther in mind, depending on how to do around. I don't think you can truly just say Yo, you didn't lose, so you don't lose your spot. Saying that would mean that wherever you're in that preseason, you stay until you lose, which is horseshit because you can play four shitty teams. It would be – I would argue it for anybody else but the SEC because to say that they don't go uh, – to say that if they don't lose the rest of the way would also mean that they beat Alabama in the SEC title game or whoever that may be. They still have plenty of other tests on the schedule that they would win. I mean, at this point, if they go undefeated, win or lose by or win by one, win by one million. Uh, if they end the season thirteen or no, they're still yeah, they're gonna get yeah. into me at the end of the season, but not in week six. All right, I, I don't. Schaefer, Schaefer, I think it comes down to if you look at are you valuing Georgia's opening game domination of Oregon over Michigan's win at Iowa. Cause I feel like that's your difference. I'm also, yeah, I'm also valuing the way they started off the year too. I mean, they just had like a two week slump. Like we're not going to cut this team some slack. Like the started I off as little... like they're still in the top 10. <laughs> God. I mean, I fucking hope so. 
Uh, yeah, the way they started off this year, they were they gave up 14 points in the first three games. They put up some pretty damn decent numbers offensively. So I think the offense is there. For whatever reason, it's slowing down. Um, but I don't think it's something they can't fix. I think this weekend, I don't know if they cover 29 and a half, but I surely I think they're going to get back on track and take care of Auburn. But I guess we'll wait and see. Reese, where do you weigh in on this? Because you had Georgia at number one. You were the only person that had Georgia at one. <laughs> Reese ain't moving. They're still Georgia, <laughs> man. Like, I get you want to put – and, like, I've been, I've been big on USC this year. I bet on them four weeks. And you want to put Michigan ahead of them. Like, look at the playoff last year. Like, I know, JP, you're saying last year. Like, look at what Georgia did to fucking Michigan last year. And if yeah. you match up Georgia – if you match up Georgia with this USC team, like, It'd be a better game, I think, but Georgia's still going to, like, that spread would still be, what, right. eight, but, nine? But these are, so, these like, that, like, yeah, I know rankings, but I'm saying, like, but, like, but again, so if this season's, if the season's going to end right now or whatever, do you really think Georgia with the game, with, like, if the, if the season is on the line, if they're going to go play Michigan or USC, they're going to, they're going to lose? That, that's the thing. Okay, we, t- okay, JP, we're going to talk about Michigan. So you're valuing, you're thinking, you're valuing a seven point win at home over Maryland and a 13 point win at Iowa over a 49 point win against uh, Oregon and a, I think it was a 38 point win over South Carolina because before then, Michigan had played Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn, three of the worst teams in the country. Because Oregon's Oregon's the top 10 team right now who is, supposedly really good because they beat BYU and this and that. I mean, I'm whatever about Oregon, but according to everybody else, they're pretty solid. Everybody else is stupid. They're solid, but they're not a top 10 <laughs> team. Uh, they dismantled the them. Damn. Because yeah, they, they are good. Three points. Are we, are we giving the Pac-12 <laughs> the credit again? Like, are we going backwards in time? Because I'm not giving them any credit yet. No, I mean, saying, U- USC saying. was in everybody's top 10. Yeah, I say, one, JP, come on now. You have USC ahead of Georgia. You have USC ahead of Georgia then. One team, not five, not Oregon, <laughs> not Washington State, not Oregon State, one. One team. That's right. And I'm just, compare, I'm just comparing one team to the other. Mm-hmm. I think Oregon would probably beat Maryland right now. If they're on a neutral site field, I'm taking That's Oregon fine. over Maryland. That's fine. And then on the other I side, USC – they barely win at Oregon State. I think Oregon that's State's their, a fine that's their team. Only tough game all year. That's yeah, seventeen points. Okay, so Caleb I think, not look I think, I think we're taking on the road in Corvallis versus two slip ups against a way shit. Okay, we're taking yeah, yeah. And a way we're, shit Missouri team. Yeah, two, I think we are. One. We're that's that's that, that's the point. I'm already. You're. I mean, you're. We act like I think Missouri's the worst team of all time. Are we? They are bad. I think. It was a. T- I think it's a very sleeping spot for 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 Georgia. I think what, the last because so, they're two going weeks to play forward. Auburn this week. I mean, Auburn has been the powerhouse of recently. What? Not 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 the last couple of years, but I think there's a hatred from the years of the last decade yes, that people are strong. trying to get. I don't know. I think that's, yeah. I just think that's psychotic to say they're looking at. I just think your top four matter. Everybody else doesn't matter. Whoever your top four are, the teams that should be there. Everybody else is just in right now. I would like everybody's everybody's chip piece on Reese for having TCU at 10. Does anybody think that is blasphemy? Yeah, that's way too high. 
Yeah, I You're mean, telling me they are better than what I have right now. Yeah. They're better than Ole Miss, Utah, Kentucky, NC State, and Arkansas? Yep. Wow. Okay. Uh, anybody else have – Where do you have Arkansas? 11, I have Arkansas at I didn't 14. do a top 10. I mean, I didn't do a top 25 to top 10. I have Arkansas at 14. As much What's as I supported them, I think they're in a tough spot. As much as I was – They are in a tough them. spot. But you can't – are we going to penalize them? For getting beat by the best team in the country? No, I'm not. I'm not arguing. I mean, you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fourteen's a little. I don't know. Um, I think they're better than UCLA. Them getting Oregon, eight and a half this week. Like a lot. But once, once you get to fourteen through twenty-five, I, there's not that big of a gap. Like I have them in front of TCU. Hit a buzzer when you think this team would beat Arkansas. TCU, UCLA, Oregon, <laughs> Wake Forest. Yeah, I think okay, I might. I might argue you uh, – I don't know. I, I think TCU beats Arkansas. Oh, I don't know. I might argue Max UCLA. I might argue UCLA, JP. I don't know if I'd get all the way there, but I could argue UCLA right now. Who has UCLA played this year? Nobody. They beat yeah. Washington last week. They handled That's better, Washington. That's a good win, yeah. And I believe they beat like South Alabama by one. Correct. To yeah. be honest, also, yeah. So I, I mean, I really just don't think there is. And these are rankings, not ratings. So this is, you know, it, it's a little bit of both, almost. Like I think if you're going to power rate someone, it, no, power ratings would be I would favor this team over this one. So it's just like this team would be favored over anybody in the country that they played, and it goes down for rankings. Cool. Either your body yeah. work. Yeah. Either way, in yep. a week, we're going to be arguing a whole um, different other slate of top 10 correct. teams. Correct. As much as I love the Big 12, good. yeah, I'm just not – I'm not, so I think I'm we not just, there with – Just worry about the top four teams. That's all that matters. Everybody else is just whatever right now. Reese, I want to know why you have Georgia at one other than you just saying that you think they'd beat everybody. Isn't that what the number one team should do? He's not necessarily wrong there. Should they beat everybody in the national champion? Should they beat everybody? They're not the national champion because that happened last year, and this is not the same team. (laughs) He's not necessarily wrong with the whole Their body of work work is better than Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, USC's. Ohio State really – I mean, the Wisconsin team is bad this year. Ohio State – Pounded them like they should. Georgia didn't. Yeah, huh? Said they pounded them like they should, but Georgia did not pound the teams they should. I'm going to grant side Ohio State at one. I think they're the most dominant top four team that we've seen all year in every game. Like Alabama, Alabama's. Uh, we'll see. Alabama, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Alabama will beat Texas by one. Ohio State hasn't had a game within. We also, but everybody else is also Texas on. Just got beat by Texas Tech. And, but everybody's also on the train that dude, I think we are one. Quinn Ewers injury away from Texas te- Texas being in the top. Dude, I said if you know, I said, if Quinn, I said if Quinn Ewers six. didn't get hurt, Texas wins that game by ten. Like he was dicing that defense up. In the so, yeah, yeah, which is fine. I think Alabama would have dropped a lot, a lot, and then gained their way back up after that game oh, yeah, because yeah, they would have yeah, realized yeah. how good Texas is um, right. compared to Alabama. Uh, you guys want to jump into some picks and plays because we have been rolling on this topic. And we got a lot. To go yeah, it ain't even worth yeah. Let's let's jump to plays. But before that, I want to touch on two points from last week that I feel like need to be mentioned. One, Paul Christ, Christ out at Wisconsin, sixty-three and twenty-seven in his tenure there. 
Is that crazy? I know JP had some thoughts on this, but what's the thoughts? Oh, Polini 2.0. I was going to say, we tired of winning over there or what? It's it's Bo Pelini 2.0, but I it depends who they hire, right? As how crazy it is, is how what they hire. I think. I think I was shocked. My my personal opinion is this: I think it's like the gen. It's not only like college football; it's the generation of. I may sound so old saying this, but it's the generation right now that everybody just wants instant gratification. And if you are not winning at a significantly high rate at 90% of the schools in the country, uh, yeah, you're going to get axed. And I just think that there's just such a demand like to win and win everything and win now. And it's just like, we're, we're, we're donating this money. We're paying this money. We're paying this coach this amount of money. And we should, we're bringing this and this guy from the transfer portal every year. We're paying this this guy. Yeah. And it's like, Holy fuck, man. There's only so many wins to go around for everybody. Um, do I think Wisconsin's struggling this year? Yes. Do I think that they kind of underachieved last year? Yes. But I mean, okay, answer me this. Is is Chris still there if uh, he wasn't playing a Brett Bielema team last Saturday? Say, um, I don't know. Say, say Nebraska goes in there and wins. I think he's still there. I think that it was like the winning the break. I compare it. I thought about this. It's like winning a breakout. And like, I feel like it wasn't even the winning factor. Like, I think if Illinois beat them 31 28, it's different. Like, they got dismantled. But I heard that this was already in motion. It was just a matter of when they were going to do it, is what I've been reading. It doesn't shock me because I shared that point of view back when Bo got fired. Is the expectation at a university like that is to compete for titles every year? And in the last three years, he hasn't been there. But, Granted, the COVID's included in that, where they went. I don't know, four and three, I think they went. So if if you're not if you're getting paid that much money at a fan base with a fan base and a school that expects to win championships and be in championships consistently, I don't know. I feel I don't feel like it was a crazy move on their part with where they're at. Uh, but you wouldn't feel as bad about your job if they would have hired the right guy right away. Yeah. I So that's where yeah. I think this whole thing comes down to is if you can get the right guy in there people are going to feel good about it. If they fuck up this hire and they rush it and they dive into this the wrong way, people are going to be pissed. And it's, you can't have both, you know, you can't have, I don't even know what the fucking saying I'm looking for is, but like you can't have it both ways. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. There you go. Everything I've, I've, I've been listening to is like, I don't even think they're rushing it. Like I think it's Jim Leonard's to fuck up the rest of the year. Like they seem pretty damn set on, on Leonard. I was listening to, uh, uh, Wisconsin ESPN radio and the guys like, yeah, I mean, they, I think Jim Leonard is the guy. I don't even think they're looking for anybody. It's just a matter of like, can he like survive the rest of the year and not make it abysmal? I just feel like you need to take the Nebraska example and throw it out the window. Cause you're looking at a university who did the same thing and then hired Mike Riley, like not somebody that went out and got like a name. Not a good hire. Not yeah. A good hire. So, I mean, I feel like if it, if it works out, they're geniuses. And if not, everybody's gonna be like, Oh, Nebraska did the same thing. Yes, Reese. Wisconsin is like very. That means they're very similar to Iowa. Obviously, we're like they're just we're gonna run the ball, we're gonna run the ball, and we're gonna play good defense. I was thinking JP about this. How like if you could just switch up your offense and get like a dual threat quarterback or something like that, and just completely revamp your ship, and especially with the transfer portal and everything opening up, like I feel like if you were able to do that, 
you're going to get way more guys. You're going to get way more competitive. And I feel like if they can get a right coach for this, and I eventually Iowa down the road here too, because who knows how long parents are going to be there. Like I just don't get how programs that are, they're not successful in this way. They don't want to switch something up and try to do something different and try to have success that way. Like, I feel like if Wisconsin can figure out this and get these athletes in and stuff like that, I feel like Iowa might start to look at like, Hey, it's arrogant. Maybe there's something we can different. Maybe there's something different we can do. Like it's literally arrogance. I'm sorry. Like I don't mean to like bring Iowa into this, but do you hear Kirk Ferentz every week at a press conference? We'll be all right. We'll be all right. You change anything? Well, no, we'll be all right. Like you just keep saying the same shit. You've had so much success for such a long time, and you just I'm sorry. Times change. Like you gotta change with the times, and sometimes you're just your glory days. It's just it is the glory days. Like it's got to be left behind. You have to change with the times and you can't just Would say you? it's fine. Like we'll, we're going to, we're going to make it work. Would you consider Stetson Bennett dual threat or no? No, no. no. <laughs> so other than, other than, other than him, who was the last like non dual threat national champion? Ooh, tough Joseph. one. Joseph Burrow is not a dual threat quarterback. Yeah. He's a guy who can move. Joe Burrow's not a, yeah, but he's a, Okay. He's got an absolute That's rocket. Fair, yeah. He's a pro. Stetson Bennett's not a pro. Okay, let's, let, let's move on so we can get to picks. Last thing I wanted to touch on from last week, um, takeaways on Oklahoma. Is this program in shambles? Is Texas going to throttle them this weekend? What's the what's going on in Oklahoma? Because they gave up 55 points to TCU and got run out of Fort Worth. Uh, Lickard Riley did not leave a lot behind for Venables to work with, and I think he's trying his best. He's doing everything he can. Uh but in shambles, no, this year they certainly look that way. But I think they'll be fine down the road once Venables has his footprint in there. Um, it's that that cabinet wasn't completely bare, but it wasn't stocked either. So He's like, hey, I left you Marvin Mims. Like, make do of that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I just think, yeah, I, I said it before. I didn't think this team was very good in, in the beginning. I didn't. I had suggested to take their team under. Um and I think they're fine. I don't think they're they're a bad team by any means. Uh, I just think, but they're definitely in for it. As is my team. As is there are a couple of Big Twelve teams that are like, you're fucking in for it if you don't figure it out quickly. Mm-hmm. It could be a very long year. <laughs> but that's the Big Twelve. Like it's absolutely just fucking loaded from top to bottom. So we'll see. Got it. Okay, let's do it. Week six picks, lines, predictions, round table style. Um, how many plays does everybody have before we get rolling so I can time it up? Five. Five, two, and? Uh, five by the end of this, probably. Five. Okay. So let's start with JP. Yeah, I'll take one that's uh, probably not on people's boards. Uh, I'll take Duke minus two and a half at, or at Georgia Tech. Uh, this is a Georgia Tech team that did go into pit last week and win. I do think that was their one shining moment, though. That's their – we fired our coach. Hurrah, we're still in this. We're going to have a great year. Uh, yeah, have fun stopping the Duke offense. That has been disgusting. Uh, Duke's been rushing for over 200 yards a game. Tech gives up almost 200 yards a game on the ground. Duke offense, top 40. Georgia Tech's defense ranks in the 110s. You go into Duke's defense, isn't anything great, but Georgia Tech has been awful too. Sims hasn't been a great quarterback for him outside of last week where they were able to make do. Cam will tell you to be careful. <laughs> yeah. And I'm no, you're probably careful. right, dude. That just isn't me. <laughs> They got their one shining moment. Uh, I, I, that's what I think exactly what it is, is they got their one shining moment. They had their hurrah, like, let's go get them, kids. Like, you know, and Duke's just going to splatter them with a team that can 
pound the ball in your face. There's one thing to say if you are like, you know, let's go get a team and you stop them throwing the ball over you. If a team's punching the face 15, you know, 16 times and you've had all this go on this year, a little bit different uh, medicine to swallow. So I'll take Duke. An Love absolute it. shit pile of a game, but I'll take Duke. <laughs> I might take it too. Uh, Schaefer. Uh, let's just keep it on track with shit pile games. I'm going to take Georgia Southern money line at plus 125 versus Georgia State. This game is in Atlanta. Um, it simply comes down to, I think, Georgia Southern is just a very bad football team. Um, they finally got their first whoa, win. Whoa. Georgia, Georgia State, Georgia, I'm sorry. I say, whoa, too, many <laughs> too many GSUs. I'm losing my mind. Uh, Georgia State got a, their first win of the week last week against a bad Army team. I'm going to get into them later, uh, a little sneak peek. Uh, but Georgia uh, Southern runs the ball well. That's what they do best. And Georgia State ranks 115th in defensive rushing yards per game. And they allow uh, a over 30 points per game. And they rank 111th in points allowed. They're just simply, this defense is really bad for Georgia State. And I, I saw it once this year um, in Lincoln for Georgia Southern. So I think that they can, they can put up points at a high number. This game, I could see Georgia Southern sneaking this one out on the road. 45-42. So that's what I got. Reese. First one I really like, uh, Utah by the three and a half, uh, going to UCLA. I mean, we know the Coliseum. Utah went there last year, played very well in that Rose Bowl. Um, Utah handled Oregon State uh, last week, 42-16, a team that gave USC the favorite in the Pac-12 to win. Um, didn't give them any fits. Uh, Utah handled them, like I said. Rising has looked like a stud all year. I mean, if he just teaches a pathway in that Florida game, getting picked and from a game-winning drive, and if they win that game, they're undefeated. They're they're probably in the in discussion being the top six or seven teams in the country. Um, and if they're in there, I feel like that spread will be a little bit bigger, which is why I even which is why I like it. Um, and UCLA looked good last week. Yeah, they went and handled Washington, but like we talked about before, they haven't played anybody. They played Bowling Green, Alabama State, South South Alabama beat them by one, Colorado. Um, and Pac-12 or Utah's defense is also arguably one of the best in the Pac-12, if not the best. Um, only giving up 14 points a game. Um, so I, I really like that. I really like that going to UCLA. And it, it's a road game, but UCLA fans they don't throw that place up. You guys talk about they got better stuff to do, whatever out there. So um, Utah's going to go in there and take care of business. Uh, and then just two two stats you love to hear about this bet too is the Utes are four and zero. And their last four against the spread, and they're six and zero against the spread against teams with a winning record. Another one: Bruins are one and five against the spread versus a team with a winning record, and also zero and four in the last four home games against a road team with a winning record. So, take the use. Love it. Okay, back over to JP. Yeah, uh, let's jump into uh, Louisville, Virginia. I'll take Louisville minus the two and a half. Uh, against Virginia. I've bet against Virginia. I have worked well with this. Uh, Louisville came off my ban list to jump on the card this week. Uh, Virginia pounded by Duke last week. Absolutely obliterated. Uh, Louisville lost to Boston College in a shootout, which isn't great, but you do look at the better quarterback, which has been Malik Cunningham. Uh, Brad Armstrong has not been himself this year. Uh, the Hoos have scored 17 points against the 71st ranked defense, 20 against the 12th, 14 against the 119th ranked defense. And then when they went and played uh, Syracuse, who's actually like way up there, uh, third in total defense, they scored three. So that's 
no matter who they're playing, they're putting up shit points. Uh, Cunningham, again, the better quarterback, I'll take that over a terrible Virginia offense, and the cards should be able to absolutely gash Virginia on the ground. So I'll take the two and a half there as well. Love it. Back over to Jake. I'm going to stay with that. I'm taking that pick as well. Um, I have a little teaser, though. I'm taking the Louisville's money line uh, along with Washington State at plus This isn't a teaser. This is a parlay. I mean, I'm giving little points to both teams or whatever. No, you're not. Come on, guy. Money line. That's not a teaser. I... (laughs) Anyway, got, got, got a point. Got a point. I got it at. I got it at plus one forty. Um, like JP said on the Louisville side, I think that uh, yeah, Louisville's two and zero, responding in back to back losses this year. Uh, I think that obviously Cunningham is the better quarterback. Uh, Armstrong was in the bottom half of the country in QBR on that bad top five list, um, and they're not going to keep up and be able to score points. Uh, and on the other side, I, I think that. USC is a team that is has been good all year, but I just don't see them blowing out Washington State like I, I saw last weekend. I had them against Arizona State, and Arizona State just kind of hung around, and I was a little little uh, displeased how much how much Emory Jones was able to have success in the thro- in the throwing game on them. And then uh, Cameron Ward is going to have a better day. I think he's a much better quarterback than Emory Jones is. So look for look for Washington State to keep up. Keep up. I'm giving them 18 points. So with USC, that's my little parlay. Stay around, baby. Just stay around. around. Yep. Also, back to the Oregon thing, they should have lost to Washington State. So another reason they're not a top 10 team. (laughs) Another reason why I'm giving Washington State points. (laughs) Reese. Uh, Other one that I like, uh, NC State by three and a half at home against Florida State. Uh, Feels like a bounce back week for the Wolfpack. Uh, obviously losing last week by 10 to Clemson, but it's a game where they were competitive. Uh, big thing is Clemson was able to make uh, the Wolfpack offense one dimensional. Uh, Leary threw the ball 47 times. They only ran the, they ran the ball on 21 attempts for 34 yards, which is it's a really good defensive line. Really good, really good defensive line out of Clemson. Not a formula so, for them. Yeah, not a not a good not a good set there. So going into this game. Um, like I said, it's it's also a home game, so I like that I like that aspect of it for them, and they're going to get find a way to get back on the ground to get it going. Um, Florida State also lost last week to Wake Forest, who's a very good team. Sam Hartman, you know that that offense um, likes to go through the air, and they gave up 31 points um, to the Demon Deacons. Uh, Florida State does have a good offense led by Jordan Travis, and they got Ward in the backfield. I don't think NC State's going to completely dominate them, but I think for them to win, to not win by seven or ten, is, is not not like it's crazy. Um, they can definitely do that. Um, and then other stats you love to hear about this: that the Wolfpack are seven and zero against the spread in their last seven games following a loss. The Seminoles are one and five against the spread in their last six games following a straight up loss. There you go. Beautiful. A lot Reese of the money. A lot of the money is on. A lot of the money is on. NC State right now, I think it's over 70%, according to covers. Timeout, 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 timeout. I just noticed this as we're going through this. Um, have you given, did you give a pick yet, Cam? No, no I told you. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. What are we doing? You got to give a pick. We're not doing this whole cycle. I have one. I have one. All right, no, I you're win. next. Oh. I would, it was a game I'd never touch. Am I up? I mean, yeah, I suppose. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go up next. We'll go back to uh, Cannon Park. Cannon, go ahead, man. Uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma State minus the nine and a half. 
I like no, the way they're no. playing. I would never touch it, um, but I would never touch it ever. I hated the line. This but is, fuck the, it, most, we're this is the most selfish thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm actually upset. Wait, did you have that? I, but I, had, my, I had that in my notes as a lean. I would cash out immediately if I were you. <laughs> So I'm gonna this is like my today. favorite play I'm of the weekend. John. I'm, I'm fade gonna guy. My, I'm gonna put my account on that game right now. That's fine. <laughs> um, I'll go into it since I fucking whatever. Uh, this is one of my was one of my favorite plays of the weekend. Uh, breaking it down, the 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 deal with Texas Tech is just Donovan Smith is not great under pressure. Uh, NC State proved that. Um, I forget. Houston also proved that. And last week, K-State with another good defensive line proved that. I think that this Trace Ford defensive line for Oklahoma State is going to give Smith some more problems. He's got seven picks on the year. Um, he's good when he's not under pressure, but uh, I have a lot of respect for this Mike Gundy defense. And the offense impressed me last week. Uh, I, I told it. I, I oh, lost yeah, the Baylor game. I said I had to see it, and I saw it. I think that this offense is legit. Spencer Sanders, man, you're proving me wrong, which I'm happy to see. I think that Brendan Presley and Braden Johnson at receiver are much better than what I expected they were going to be going into this year. And, man, Texas Tech is just not a very good road team. I got them at nine, so I think that they're going to get to them and be able to put some points on Tech. So My thought of it as well, Shape, there is I, I was thinking about last week and how well Martinez ran against Texas Tech, and they're dealing with another dual-threat quarterback in Sanders who likes to scramble out of the pocket, so I feel like that could be a big impact on the game as well. And has a better threat with his arm than Martinez yeah. does, frankly. He only threw 15 times last week, so, yeah, we, I like that a lot. Agreed. Okay, let's go over to JP. Yep, let's talk about Adrian. Shall we? He's a good Heisman yeah. contender. I'll take Kansas State minus the two at Iowa State. Uh, I usually like betting on the Cyclones. I don't right now with this team. Uh, there are some things that would make you think twice about it uh, regarding this being on the road in Ames. This is a spot usually where Campbell makes some noise. The defense is good. Uh, the offense the is terrible. Is yeah, the offense is god-awful, and they're playing a really good defense, too. So it's going to be all about Kansas State's offense versus the Iowa State defense. Uh, Kansas State, not flashy, man, but they will put up points, and they'll put them up quick. Uh, they don't do it through the air, but they're able to run the football. They're going to have to establish that with Martinez. They're going to have to establish that with Deuce Vaughn. Uh, Iowa State's inability to run the football uh, absolutely deflates. Deflates the whole offense and it absolutely inflates their passing numbers because they're playing from behind. They're one dimensional. You got to put the ball in the air. And so that's why their numbers look so well, uh, look so solid in the passing game. Iowa state hasn't produced or taken any turnovers away. Uh, they're just giving it away more so than they've taken it away, which is another strength of this Kansas state team is not turning the football over. Uh, and Kansas state knows what they're getting into. This is two teams that don't like each other. Two fan bases, not big fans of each other. Uh, Farmageddon doesn't really fuck around. So, they're coming ready to go. You think like if they were going to have a bad week, it was going to be uh, last week. So they ain't going to be this week. I think they're going to be ready to rock. And Martinez has been in hostile environments. They know how to win. Uh, I would say to be ready to go too. So it's not going to be a cakewalk. That's why we take the low spread there. Reese? I really like that line, but I'm, I, I'm just done betting against games or in games that involve your guys' teams. So that's one of my, that's one of the lines I really like for this week, but. Just don't. I just. I mean, it's like the Iowa State team you're watching. But I just Decker is if he if he has it for too long, you don't know what's going on. Like you mentioned, like early shape, he gets rid of it. He gets rid of it quick. 
which is good. But when he holds it on for too long, you're like, shit, he's about to get they sacked. They get sacked don't know a where lot. This ball is going. If he's out of the pocket, that's right. That's where I get sketched from. Granted, he's young. He's a, he's a you know, retro freshman. He's young. Yeah. But like, still, like right now, it's just if he gets out of the pocket, if he if he's holding that ball for too long, you don't know what's going on. Um. But yeah. Uh, I have a. Uh, I have nothing to argue. I all of JP's points are great. Um. I haven't heard a single word on fucking Jirel Brock playing or not, and that's very demoralizing to me. Um. If he's but not in the backfield, already struggles to run the football. Yeah, it's just um, the only thing I can really hope on at this point is man, it's it's Kansas State. Uh, maybe I'm just a more of a diehard than other fans, but I can't fucking stand that team worth a f- – I hate them. I think, than any I think other you're team on the, the right country. path, though, because I've seen all over Twitter the people who I normally see on there, Iowa State Twitter. There's, the there's good beef. To go. Yeah, yeah there's, there's go. good beef. They've uh, been chirping us all fucking year. We've won two <laughs> in a row. Um, and the only thing I can bank on of giving us a chance this game is maybe last week was a fucking wake-up call. And you um, – But, man, there was a lot year, of right? – um, we. Took Manhattan. care of business. I think we we were in we were in Arkansas. We watched that game. You guys yeah, remember that's that? That's what I thought it was. That's what I thought. Yeah, those weeks lined up. Um, but man, there's there's so many issues. I mean, the team's young. I'm I'm just there's but there's a lot of issues. I don't I have I have nothing to defend. I'm not high I, on this on this team. So I defended. At least at the I feel moment. like I defended Iowa State a ton in that. Um, because yeah. there are things to look at, but I just feel more confident on one side. That is established on both sides of the football. Yeah, K State has just showed it this year compared to an Iowa State team who just hasn't showed it on the offensive side of the ball. Like K State's going to go put up points. Is can Hunter Deckers that offense not turn the ball over? And can they put up points? That's, just, no, that's another thing. Is like the, 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 the takeaways deal. It's like, man, we gotta we gotta force Martinez to fucking put the ball in the air, and that's our only hope of taking it away. Um, I miss you, Adrian. Will, will we? I don't know, <laughs> but man, who knows? I'll if you're listening, know. man. I, I've, I've never ever said a bad word about the kid. I think he made the right move, and he's a beast. I would are, come back too. You are very, very uh, well off into the minority on that take, Parks. With no, I am, I am. People, people were very pissed that he left, and like it was the right time. People, like he had been there forever. He needed play. to change. People that wanted to play, and then they're like, he transferred to Kansas State, and they're like, fuck that kid. Dude, you were the one cussing when he was playing for you. Now he's not, and you, still, <laughs> you don't even play him all year, and you're still – Yeah. Like, no, he, he made the right move, and I wish the best for the kid because I think he's a fucking stud. I think he, people didn't give him enough credit, and I feel like now, especially with Casey Thompson, who has absolute concrete <laughs> in his feet, <laughs> Casey Thompson, once he gets run down by a D-line, dude, oh, my God, he just – he can't move. He buckles, and then he just gets sacked. Martinez never did that. He made plays for us. So uh, it does not shock me at all what Martinez is doing. And he looks like he's running without hesitant, like, hey, dude, you can't get hurt. Otherwise, we suck, um, like he had in Nebraska. So happy for the kid. Anyway, let's go back to Shaver for a play. Yes, uh, I got Oklahoma State. I believe this is my last official play. Um, I have one more lean. Um, but my official play is Wake Forest minus 17, I believe, at home against Army. Um, a couple of things looking into this. This has been a completely different – I mean, they've been pretty steady all year, but this has really been a different team since Hartman's came back. Um, and they don't turn the ball over, man. One takeaway on deep, on offense, I'm sorry, all year. Um, and just – they've been steady, and they throw the ball. This is The offense looks just as good. It hasn't skipped a beat from last year, and I think the defense has been a little better. I don't think it's great, but it's it's seen its improvements. Um, and to be completely honest, man, you look at a you look at a team in Army who 
was going up against one of the worst defenses in the country last week in Georgia State. We talked about scored 14 points. They run the ball well. I'm on their side, but that's the strength of this Wake Forest defense. I believe they rank in the top 50 in rushing yards given up per game. So, I man, take away the strength of that team, force them to score points through the air. I don't see it. And they're not going to be able to keep keep up with Wake Forest. It could get ugly. Schaefer, so good news. I didn't take that play. Bad news. I liked it. <laughs> they put they put up 70 on that team last year. So um, I don't see them running or competing in that track meet. Okay. I do have one more play. I stumbled upon it. I'm just going to take it. I'm not overthinking it. I really don't think I am. I'm going to take Alabama minus a 23 and a half. I could give a shit less if Bryce Young plays or not. It's reload at a university like that. Texas and offense probably is going to score less than 10 points, and you got to expect Alabama to be Alabama. So I'll take the 23 and a half at home for the Crimson Tide. Uh, before we go to the next play, did you guys just see what happened in that SMU UCF game? I did not, I'm not watch it currently. I got shell on. You'd be proud That's, of me. That, that over under number was 54. 41 13 with one second left, and SMU scores to push it over. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> oh, that's we tough. love it. Uh, I can do a play real quick. Uh, these last two plays are ones that I'm heavy on this week. Uh, I'll take Washington minus the 13 and a half at Arizona State. Uh, again, this is a team in Arizona State who is really, and they weren't a good football team pre Herm Edwards firing. Uh, Washington ranks in the top 10 in pass yards, and Arizona State's defense has not been good the entire year. Uh, it should be something that Penix can kind of. Uh, let fly and work right through that Sun Devil defense. Arizona State beaten last weekend uh, by U- or by USC rather. Uh, Washington lost to UCLA, and Washington needs to start winning games and winning them convincingly without the divisions of the Pac-12. You got to be in the top two to get into that title game. So they've <laughs> got to stop. They can't do another slip up. They've got to start winning games. So you can't come out flat in this one. Uh, one thing you worry about when a team goes on the road: turnovers. How do you you not lose a game basically? Uh, give you every chance to win it. Washington doesn't turn the football over, and so that's another thing that I am very happy to bet on with that team. So I'll take Washington minus 13. I like that one. I like that one. Okay, let's go to Reese for a – do you have any more plays, Reese? Uh, this one's just a lean. I took notes on it. It's a lean. I don't know what I want to play yet. Um, but I got North Carolina going to Miami plus the three-and-a-half, um, or I'm debating the over at 65-and-a-half. Um, it's just a team I've been on consistently throughout the weeks and they've been doing well for me. So I just like sticking with them. You're giving me three and a half points against this offense who just continues to put up points. Um, Drake May is just a stud. They took care of a very poor Virginia Tech team last week. Um, again, it's just going to come down to if their defense isn't going to stop them that much, but as if their offense can continue to keep up with this North Carolina offense who just continues to score and score and score. Um, and I feel like this is just a spot where, I mean, it's set up for Miami to maybe just not have their best possible game because, I mean, if they drop this game uh, and they go under 500, their whole season could just be in shambles. You might say goodbye to their coach, I mean, after this year, see what happens because, I mean, this ACC, those teams that are usually not that good, Duke and Virginia, they're a lot better this year, and Miami's got them later in the year. Um like I said, I just don't know what side I really want to take in this one, but if I would, I would lean to three and a half. Um, stats you also love to hear for this one because the underdog is 5-1 against the spread in the last six, and the over is 4-0 in the last four meetings. So 65 and a half seems like a lot, but 
I think these are just two bad teams, two bad defenses where offense is just going to have a day. So that's what something you got to look at there. Something you got to look at there, Reese, is Drake May is going to sling the ball over all over them. Middle Tennessee mm-hmm. literally threw the ball at will against Miami. Their pass yep. defense is horrid. So I, I, I like that lane. What would you guys take on that? Miami? Or would you not touch it? North Carolina like passed. I'm not staying. I, I would like never. I wouldn't put. My, I'm not putting money on North Carolina on uh, fucking Miami. I'll say that it'd be a North Carolina pass. I feel like. I, do you guys ever jump in? Do you guys ever jump in like random Twitter spaces? Because I love jumping yeah. in like the Miami football fans Twitter spaces. I just did it before we started recording. Dude, those fans are hilarious. They're talking about oh, it's a losing culture. This coaching, like, no, dude, you guys couldn't stop a runny nose with a box of Kleenex. They are. Dude, that's the thing again, like. Fans are insane. Crystal Bowl's been there for five games, and they're calling for his head. Like, fucking people are insane. This is just like what we talked about earlier. Love it. Okay, Schaefer, give us another play. Um, No plays the rest of the time for me. Uh, I, I will play one more game this weekend. I just can't decide on my fifth and final one, but I'm really eyeballing college game day. Uh, TCU on the road, minus seven at Kansas. Uh, but this is the problem that I get myself – into these games the next week based on last week's performances. I did it with Baylor last week. I just don't think I'm going to, I can't do it again, but I'm, I really want it. Uh, This TCU offense has just produced uh, in the four games that they've played. They rank in number two in the country in total yards per game. Uh, They could do it on both sides, running the football and throwing the football. And I think that's where I'm breaking this down, especially at the quarterback position. Not impressed with Jalen Daniels last week. I have talked up the guy all season long. Man, was he limited in the second half. Iowa State showed that uh, he does a lot with his legs and his arm. He overthrew some guys. His arm talent's just not there. I think Duggan's the better quarterback. Oh, man, and I I would think unless – they just get gun shy and they just choke on the road. I just see TCU putting up at least 40 on Kansas. And I think that Kansas's offense, again, will see a pretty stout defense on the other side in TCU. They limited Oklahoma to 24 points. I think they can do that with Kansas as well. Um, really heavy looking into us. I don't know what you guys think, but, man, I, I, I want to take seven. That's, that's kind of the way I'm looking at right now. Uh, I don't want to play that game at all because for two reasons. I I feel like I am sitting there in the situation where I'm like, it's you know, it's still Kansas, right? And even though they're off to a good start and they're winning football games, it's still I don't still I don't see them as that great football team and I am worried about I don't see them that way and then I'm like, do I put too much stock into TCU? showing or is this going to be too much for kansas or is this going to be a spot in the big 12 where the big 12 beats itself up like i and so i'd rather just watch that game i can't i can't sit on one thought on that i would love for kansas to win that football game that's why i'm not touching it because if i were going to bet on it i'd bet tcu i feel like that offense is just dominant and i don't know if kansas can come up with the stops race why is kansas storming the field after beating iowa state last week because you're not, a, you're not a football school, but guys have a little fucking common sense. Like my God, it, most of it's like a joke. Like it's like funny that they're doing it. Like that's why they do it. They're college kids. They just want to be dumb and crazy. Come on, guys. It's not just not a good look. You want to you want to get back on the scene and everything like that. You can't be doing stupid shit like that. 
When's act the last like time been, Kansas Act like you've been there. Yeah. Say, act like you've been there. They haven't been there. <laughs> never too oh. high, never too low. Watch him be. Watch Lance <laughs> leave next year and then be dog shit again. So. It's possible. Okay. <sighs> Respectable. I don't think he's leaving. By the way, uh, I don't either. Any I more plays? I got one. JP, last take a play. play of the week. I'll take Tennessee minus a two and a half at LSU. Uh, Recess it and. What? No, see, that's not really, that's not really, like I have no one for you. Oh, okay. Uh, Tennessee off a bye, coming off a bye week. They did have a little bit of a battle with Florida, couldn't quite put them away. LSU struggled with Auburn and Florida State this year. Uh, less than a hundred passing yards last week for the Tigers, and Jaden Daniels needs to be better if they are going to keep up with this Rocky Top offense. Uh, Rocky Top gives up a lot of yards on defense, but that's something that they have adapted to and they are going to, I believe, be able to control what happens in this game. They're going to be up tempo. They're going to get plays off. They snap the ball uh, at the most in the country per minute and per uh, 30 seconds. It's just a really quick offense and they're not necessarily going to just arrow it out on you. They can run the football too. And so I think this is a lot for LSU to handle. Uh, even if it's a really good defense, they haven't seen one move at this pace. Hooker and the Vols should be able to air it out, even without Cedric Tillman. I haven't heard completely if he is completely out, uh, but Tillman being their top target for the Vols could be a little bit of a, a downer for them, but I still believe that Hendon will be able to score. Uh, LSU has trailed in all games that they've played against Power 5 opponents. If you get behind by 10 on this team, you better shut them out and score because it, it's hard to play keep up with the offense LSU has been producing. Uh, this is in Baton Rouge. But it's at oh noon. God. It's at noon. Not at and you got to give night and death valley. This is noon. Plus ten points for Tennessee. They weren't breaking out the smoky grays this weekend. Don't know if you saw I'm that. So, so we are. Oh. We're on Rocky Top. Oh, let's good old Rocky Top. <laughs> can I can I stay in the SEC for two seconds? You can do whatever um, you want. I'll allow. Appreciate two, two, two things. Kentucky, South Carolina. That opened up at Kentucky minus 10.5. It is now 6. I'm going to have to do some looking into that as the week goes on. Holy shit, what a drop. And number two, the SEC. We got to talk about it. Uh, Who we got this weekend, fellas? If we have to play one, Red River Rivalry. Red River Rivalry. Texas minus 7. You take it, Oklahoma. It is a dead even right now at 50-50. 50% on both sides. I don't fucking know, man. Texas. What do we think? Uh, if you get yours and no Gabriel, you want to lean Texas, but seven points in that game doesn't seem like something I want to lay. I'd rather take them. It's like Texas is the obvious pick, but it's like kind of like Florida and Tennessee a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, Tennessee should kill that team at home, but there's just this stigma and this monkey on their back of the rivalry. Like, they just can't get it off. And that's that's always I'm a like, weird game, though. Like I had Texas yeah. lots here in that game, and they were up like seventeen nothing and right. lost. So and that's where see maybe Texas wins by a last second field goal. I don't know. That's why seven's just oh in that game. It's do or it's do literally do or die for Oklahoma. Like Oklahoma has never been in this situation um, in their program in, in the last twenty years, and it just so happens that this game. Off, coming off a three-game losing streak for the first time since 1998, you have to end it against Texas in the shootout. So, and it's I think people are going to people are going to have the last week game with TCU stuck in their head. That's why they want to go with Texas. But at the same time, like 
Venable's still a great coach, and it's the biggest game of their season so far. And seven seems like a lot. If I was going to go, I think I would I would take the points. Um, but I, I'm staying away from that game. Okay, there it is. That's the week six slate with picks, lines, and predictions. Uh, we're excited for it. It's another good week. There's some good games out there. Um, if you're joining us from following our – yes, Jordan, one I last one point. question for you. No, just a question for you. For me? You lo- about yeah, yeah, yeah. food? No. Uh, okay. Do you like the Friday it. night slot that Nebraska's playing in? Because I have mixed feelings about it when Iowa plays in that slot. Uh, I'm not used to it. I don't really know what to take away from it. I just hope they win. I feel like it's a good spot. They should win. They showed a lot last week, um, especially only with the changes they made on defense. They gave up 290 yards rather than the 600 they've given up the two games before. It's the first time they've won coming off a bye week in five and a half years. So interesting things. I don't like the slot just because I don't know. There's nothing to look forward to on Saturday other than just generally watching the games that I bet on and stuff. Uh, like but it is it's it's interesting. Uh, I always Friday had success is, playing on weekdays. So I hate playing on. I don't know if I hate it. I just don't like it as much on Fridays. I don't know. I, I just thought it was interesting. I saw they were on Friday. So I did. some people hate it. Some people love it. Yeah, we'll see. I don't really remember the last time they've done that. I mean, the last time I can remember is we played K-State on like a Tuesday night in Manhattan and kicked well, the shit played, out of them. We play on Friday afternoon, Black Friday. But that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't had good memories of those, Jordan. I have not had good fucking memories of those games, just, so no. Speaking of, uh, speaking of teams playing each other, I know we're, we don't love to talk about teams it. Teams playing each other? Get out of town. Our team playing each other. Yeah, Jordan G. I have my, my dog shit team is playing dipshit McGee's team in Denver tomorrow night, so. Oh, yeah. The donkey. Oh, chances I watch that game. Oof. Flip a coin. I don't know. I don't we'll have see. Amazon Prime. I might have to figure out how to watch that. I do. My dad I have a login does. for you, Jordan. You got no a worries. website? I found a website. Shh, Reese. Yep. No free ads. <laughs> no free ads. No cancellations. But okay, there it is. Week six lines, picks, predictions, head to head matchup of favorite teams in the NFL tomorrow night for JP and Jake. It was fun. If you're joining us for the first time from our college football uniform watch page, thanks for listening. Hope you had fun. It was an interesting one. Um, please follow the page. There's a shitload of content. Reese, what is your last point? Rocky Reese top. officially moves to one and one against Jacob Schaefer and one and zero against. Oh yeah, uh, Canada Park. So that's uh, yeah, nice way to throw it on. You're beating, beating down and fucking come on, man. dead horse. Come, come but dead yes, horse. that is true. Yeah, you're beating on a dead horse there. Just, just put me out. Um, okay, that was fun. We appreciate you being here. Uh, JP, do you have a song to play us out? Uh, I want to hear Rocky Top. Is that possible? Okay, running back yeah. Rocky Top. Of course, it's possible. Osborne Brothers. So I feel like we played that one. one. Rocky Top. Oh, we've done that before. So if we don't want to run back. We got to pick something different. Uh, uh, okay, give me like five seconds and one. Bet my dollar. Three. No, we played that as well. What did you guys think of walking on a dream last week? That was fire. It shocked me. I, I was, Wait. If it's, I have wait, yeah, bring me back to life. Bring me back to life. Bring me back to life. We need to pull some of this kid. Fucking deserve to get played last week. We all need it. Everybody needs it. I could use it. So it's playing. We appreciate you being here.